Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. This is a podcast where we share and discuss the very best in video game music. My name is Carl Brueggemann. And I'm his brother, Will Brueggemann. Carl and I are so excited today because we're doing a third volume of music from the very obscure mobile Japanese-only title, Princess Connect. This is our third volume of music for this seemingly unpretentious, unknown little game. It's actually very popular in Japan. <laughs> well, it but- is actually now. Really, They finally did release it in North America very recently so we can't say anymore that it's japan only it was for many years uh, japanese only but it's unbelievable the quality of this music uh it's it truly makes no sense at all you know and you can accuse us of hyperbole but i think this is some of the most interesting music that i've heard in the recent decades like regardless of medium genre style like the princess connect music accomplishes heights that I've honestly never heard before in terms of the way that they're able to have this sort of hybrid orchestral rock Japanese video gamey fusion it, with so much polish it's unbelievable. so much incredible playing the, the the caliber of performance that's on display yeah. throughout this soundtrack is uh it's unbeatable on its production the, composition the drumming, yeah. the production the recording I will say the writing that- yeah I have no qualms in saying that Princess Connect Redive is one of my all-time favorite video game scores. And what's so cool is that it's still a current title that they're still making music for. About half of our playlist today is new music that came out this past year in 2020. Every single month, there would be these kind of special events and like these special boss fights, and they would make new music. And so they're still making amazing music Uh, for this game. So I'm so excited to share even more outstanding music today. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to our first two volumes of Princess Connect, please go back and and listen to those because those are... (laughs) Yes, Yeah, I mean, some of the best music we've ever played on the show. I want to give a little quick background to maybe one of the reasons why this soundtrack is is so special. Uh, it, It In many ways, it's kind of like you know, I remember when Kid Icarus Uprising came out and the list of composers yeah. on there had this feeling of it was almost like a VGM supergroup of getting Yasunori Mitsuda, Yuzo Koshiro, uh, Motoi Sakuraba, Sakuraba. So many people. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. This is something similar to that. You know, the, the spiritual leader of this project is Kohei Tanaka, who we all yep. know and love. Uh, but also the composer of Octopath Traveler, Yasunori Nishiki, is mm-hmm. on this. And it's such a huge list of composers. A lot of people that we weren't familiar with before exploring the Redive score, but it's it really is an unparalleled group of just titan composers. I think we've we've called out the composer Kenta Higashioji before, who yeah, actually he's composed our favorite. the track we played yeah. in with. He's yeah, really it kind seems of like on another level. The group of composers just keeps getting bigger and bigger as the years go on. Um, because because with the volume one OST, it was it was pretty massive, and then the volume two OST was like even bigger than that, and then some names that weren't on volume one. And so there's probably some tracks we're playing from 2020 here today that might be completely new people. And so some of those we don't know the crediting. But yes, what you guys heard playing in that was a beautiful piece called Innocent. That's at least how this is roughly translated. So um, bear with our. Google Translate titles today. But yes, well, that was composed 
by Higashioji. This is a piece of music that really captures the feeling of innocence, that sort of light, more classical orchestral texture with the strings and the woodwind soloists. This is a piece that uses that sort of bright and optimistic Lydian mode that has the sharp fourth scale degree it's very light and plucky all these short attacks and even the instrumental colors such a pretty plan has a has a kind of innocence to it and then the english horn which is kind of like that they're able to get the the registral kind of range of the woodwind section by using instruments that i think we have a a sentimental or warm childlike connotation to it i think that's very true and that track innocent and this next track kind of represent a different side of Princess Connect Redive that we might not have heard so far. So I'm excited about this next track. It's called, this is, this is a translation here, Aloofness Code, Black Iron Ghost. And it was composed by Takamitsu Ono. charming this is aloofness code black iron ghost from princess connectory dive this one was composed by takamitsu ono and you guys if you're not familiar with this uh it's really strange that you're listening to this episode first but yes the production the budget that they continue to have for this game is absolutely unparalleled i mean it's just it truly seems like an infinite abyss of cash that uh Psy games gave these musicians um right. I mean, and th- and honestly, you may be listening and be like, well, where's the pop? It's just an orchestra. But recording an orchestra is the most expensive way to score anything. But just wait, though. I mean, yes, this track has this sound, but every track has its own sound with amazing performance and production. Right. It's just crazy how yeah, massive I mean, I, it's, it is. It really, I imagine there must be sort of like a sound director or music director who has their work cut out for them because... Yeah, I mean, budget-wise, it seems like it's sort of an endless well, but to me, this would just be a logistical nightmare. All the different styles and types of instrumentalists that... This piece sounds like Haydn, so you need to make sure that you have orchestral players and an engineer that can kind of have this very classical with a capital C approach to um, playing and recording and making a recording that sounds almost more like concert music rather than the highly slickly produced yet you also need to have the types of playing that we'd get on a bombastic action cue the kind of fusion playing that would require almost a jazz touch there's a reason why i put that track right before the next one we're going to move to is because it represents the incredible contrast that Will was just alluding to, uh, that the score has. And I don't even know how you'd begin to approach a project like this logistically. I want to mention, 
I want to mention something about that aloofness track that we just listened to. Something that I think is really interesting about it compositionally is, um, to me, it's very clearly a classical pastiche. It really sounds like Haydn, um, particularly even the, the registration that's basically just... Um, string orchestra and trumpet soloist that's the kind of thing that would be uh not uncommon in that period and then all the kind of ornamentation the functional harmony the way it's written but what's interesting the second half it sort of becomes this classical modern hybrid um and not because of the harmony not because of the arrangement but almost entirely because of the rhythms of the melody they start to take on that sort of syncopated dotted rhythm that we'd associate with like a pop melody whether it's j-pop or american pop music or just like all great video game melodies because you know the the types of rhythms that you'd hear in Haydn would be the yum bum 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 ba da da dun dun da da dun dun very that type of thing but once you get to like that kind of thing did not well, it's a really perfect exist thing in the to introduce period. in like a later section of this piece to make it feel fresh and living and breathing what, what well, a delightful piece of music and it's well, also guys, such a massive score it's it's hard for us to tell you know we're not scholars of this music that there's probably motivic connection so that might be interpolating yeah. a different melody who knows? Yeah, there's definitely some of that happening in the score. Well, I'm really excited to move on to this. Kind of the classic Princess Connect sound, a really fun mixture here. This is Twilight Breakers, composed by Shingo Harada. <laughs> just phenomenal it's kind of overwhelming when we do these princess connect episodes there's so many things we could say about these tracks i mean we could spend the whole episode talking about this track there's so much going on this is twilight breakers that's the translation uh this is composed by shingo harada and there's a little bit of modern sonic flair to me here and there uh even some elements of like the incredible score uh just really fun campy music uh mixed in with a lot of other more traditional japanese influences what a banger though wow yeah i hear what you're saying and i think what part of the reason why it gives us that feeling is harmonically it's sort of the language of like pop rock rock alternative music of sort of the 80s 90s um that harmonic palette with this sort of very fun kind of like orchestral fusion it sounds like orchestra meets like pep band or something like this kind of pops orchestra (laughs) sound it's the kind of thing that makes us think of like a sporting event um Mm -hmm. but with this catchy melodic very optimistic it's not like where where i think like a lot of the songs that do get played at sporting events they have sort of a a charged like sort of i guess 
they're they're playing up a lot of cliche masculine concepts of like you know eliteness and confidence and swagger where something like yeah. this is just so euphoric and it's also a, a lot of it is it's very diatonic so and sweet <laughs> that yeah that's why it sounds sort of like sonic or something it's just so sort of innocent sounding what an awesome track i can't believe this is the third volume and we still have music of that quality okay now this next piece um was definitely um, composed and released in 2020. I don't know exactly what month, but it was one of those special monthly events uh, this past year. So let's take a listen to Screaming Ghost Father. Our jaws are on the floor, folks. Um, I just don't know how we're going to do this episode. It's just too good. This is Screaming Ghost Father. 2020 music from Princess Connector Redive. As if they needed to keep making music like this. They could have stopped years ago, but no, there's no sign of stopping. And I think it's safe to say that most of our favorite tracks so far from Redive have been boss battle themes, if I'm not mistaken, and this continues that. Holy and the game isn't moly. incredibly versatile in terms of the the need or context for yeah. music. A lot, so of, a lot of the music, but yeah, the cool thing about that is we get so much high energy stuff. Yeah, I I have a lack of vocabulary to describe what's happening in something like That's this because it's there's kind no of other like, piece ever like it. <laughs> yes, because something like this, you have elements. It's it's fusion in as many possible ways as I could think. Uh, I hear elements of kind of film music cliche. I hear elements of like klezmer music. Everything but the a kitchen sink clarinet. Is so like there's like a polka quality. Yeah, the the drumming here though is so virtuosic and impressive. It's this amazing mix of like cartoon music meets jazz. This, and this drummer's it, so good. Yeah. This is a drummer who I know could play jazz, big band. They could play orchestral music. Uh, they could play rock. I mean, just a really inventive part, but a part that perfectly matches the insane musicality that's happening around it. Well, the, the, the biggest thing is that this soundtrack is just robust. It's full of confidence. In it's terms an understatement. Of the, yeah, the kinds of 
swings that they take on the music that there's not there's not that sense of like oh we need to use it you know a light paintbrush a light dusting of it's everything is cranked up to 11 but not yeah. in a way that comes across as like saccharine or oh, dumb or big it's like it's yeah, giant in a really interesting and detailed way it displays I mean, part of it it's like it's excellent composition that's taking advantage of these phenomenal players and giving well, them the something one thing- really interesting to play on the one thing that might be the most impressive about a piece like this, and there's oodles of redive tracks like this, is I can't think of another piece of music that I like this much that's as busy and chaotic and kind of out of control, but yet somehow in control. It's truly unlike anything else. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it, There's just so much personality. And what's interesting yeah. is like, if I heard this for the first time, I don't think there's a lot stylistically in it that I could easily point to as being like sounding like princess connect other than the fact that the music is just so thoroughly engaging and well produced and well polished. Like it's true. That's really the only thing. I mean, I I think maybe (laughs) I could identify that like, wow, I've never heard, um, drum set integrated into the orchestra in such a natural way and it's mixed really well so that would maybe make me think of princess connect but honestly it's like yeah the the music can be so eclectic it can reach so many highs and lows but the the thing that unites all of it is is not the sound but it's the quality honestly quality for sure Uh, Okay, this next piece of music is exploring a little bit more of a sensitive and sweet side that we don't hear as much in the score, but still really wonderful performance and production on this. I believe it's an arrangement of a melody that we may have presented in an earlier volume because it sounds familiar to me. Uh, But in any case, this is Win Win Tomorrow, composed by Yuya Saito. excited to discuss this you guys are listening to win win tomorrow it's a melody that we've heard before in this game uh this is composed by yuya saito it's a really cool arrangement here i'm excited to talk about this small ensemble arrangement every single performer is exquisite on their instrument it's recorded perfectly i mean it's a wonderful mix it's just yeah there's so much to talk about on this we can obviously talk about the music but i'm curious to get your opinion will of this arrangement the arrangement is so beautiful and sensitive and it's a great moment of contrast not only for the kind of energy 
contrasts that this is a slower pace, more of a ballad. Yeah. Uh, harmonically as well, a lot of these sort of more contemporary or late contemporary jazz kind of chord structures where there's a lot of like dissonances that are meant to be perceived as consonances and it's really dreamy and lush but also this track deals so much with soloists where as like Mm -hmm. a lot of the orchestral stuff is about color in combining different um, instrumental timbres and elements here there's a a clear sort of terrace of what your ear is supposed to listen to and it, it changes from oh now I'm hearing that cello line and now it's this very beautiful like classical guitar taking the melody and then right? moments where piano takes over but the things don't sort of blend together in this wash of sound it and I, it, you can also hear it in the production you know there is a lot of reverb here you hear the sound of a big hall but there's also that sort of close miking where you feel like the cello is right up yeah next it's to you. so clean oh my god this mix is just one of the cleanest <laughs> I've heard in a well, long and time. These the, engineers the really put to work. Amazing. I almost wonder if they had separate, entirely separate, like engineers for whether it's supposed to be the classical stuff, the big orchestra stuff, because it just I mean, they seems nail like everything. really, yeah, putting people to work, but they, it seems like <laughs> this is like all of Japan came together just can't lose. To, to work of this because it's, it's, it's oh, something man. that's like, yeah, it's as impressive as like the Olympics. Or okay, something. now this could very well be a final boss in any other RPG. It's that intense. Uh, it's very epic. Okay, this is another Kenta Higashioji composition. It's called "Those Who Protect the Throne." <laughs> That is epic. Absolutely outstanding. Those Who Protect the Throne, composed by Higashi Oji from Princess Connect. It's outstanding music. I mean, the orchestration, performance, recording, and mixing, I think needs to be applauded for this track in specific, but for, yes, a lot of the score. I mean, the orchestral percussion is so tasteful on this. I know. I, I, it just works so well, so much better than Dude, it typically does. I was does. thinking the same thing, because it's sort of like... It's acknowledging some of the, I, I don't want to say modern, but I guess it's like the sort of zimmery school of big 
epic kind of ethnic perk. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it it doesn't have that sort of produced in the computer separate stems coming it's, together. It's yeah, symphonic, it feels, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it feels symphonic, but yet it acknowledges the modern kind of ostinato-driven style. But yeah, it's that great sort of middle point between the kind of orchestral and orchestrational detail that you'd get with a, a symphonic composer, but the weight, the rhythm, the kind of the kinetic energy, the the life force that you get from the more rhythmic and modern stuff. It's just stuff. incredibly exciting. Yeah, I really love the orchestration here. And some of the harmonic colors, I mean, when you have that driving ostinato just kind of on one note, um, it, it really shows what you can do with orchestration. Because you'd think, you know, it's like that's going to get yeah. boring after a while. But the way he makes it interesting, where you place the accent in that it's like, what instrumental colors you bring in and out. So it sounds like it's almost only, let's say it's just like celli and violas doing that repeated note, but every so often, you know, trombone and tuba punctuate it. So you get this, this feeling of like the whole orchestra is kind of interacting and it's almost the feeling of rhythmic counterpoint, but just on one note. And then you have the high winds contrasting (laughs) that pedal note with these really interesting uh, it, it beautiful sounding chord structures. It's like the first half of it, the winds were doing this thing that had a, a real melancholy to it, a yeah. sort of like Russian romantic, painful quality. But then it's like the second half of it, it almost started to sound like John Williams, or it was like Holstein, yeah. these weird polytonal non-related chords. It's so cool. So Will mentioned a little bit of sadness and, and definitely a lot of intensity in, in that track. This couldn't be more contrasting. And this is another choice <laughs> where I wanted to put these two back to back to show the contrast. This is one of the happiest, most sunshiny, whistling down the street in the summer <laughs> pieces I've heard in a long time. Gonna put a smile on your face. This is translated to Fluffy Dining Table. <laughs> <laughs> it's composed by Sonosuke Takao. Delightful. You guys are listening to Fluffy Dining Table, and the fact that Dining Table's in this, uh, it must be some sort of theme uh, that plays maybe when you're having like a, a group of people over to eat a meal together, some sort of camaraderie going on. This is composed by Sonosuke Takao. Um, it's absolutely delightful. I love the, the percussion in this one, too. They're going with kind of a close-miked cajon is kind of what it sounds like to me. Um, this track is so special because compositionally, it sounds like a million other pieces of JRPG music, but where it goes, I think, above that 
is the production, the performance. Again, how much real instruments there there is on the track like this, and it just sounds really, really good. Well, also, it's in the same way that we talked about. Um, we've talked before about what makes a great melodic piece of music and oftentimes it's finding the right balance between simplicity and complexity now this is i think achieving that balance uh through what carl was describing where like the composition almost being on the cliche side but the arrangement being anything but it achieves that balance that a great piece of music has where the arrangement here is not the intuitive obvious choices that you'd get for something like this and it helps a piece of music like this sit on the shelf or within the context of the soundtrack of the whole game Mm -hmm. because we hear a little bit it's like okay this is the sound of the orchestra yet this is yeah the percussion has this very light kind of handcrafted unpretentious quality to it and then it's this very light bubbly old-timey kind of composition Um, you know this is the best way to describe this piece it's a piece that on paper it's not going to wow anyone and it's not going to reinvent the wheel but the the care that they gave to this production and every single part of it you know they they made it more than the sum of its parts i totally agree yeah they they totally uh have a level of detail to everything and Again, the thing that unites it is the caliber of the writing. Yes, yeah. on paper, this isn't reinventing the wheel, and it isn't reinventing the wheel at all, but it's excellently well-crafted, Executed really well-composed. And it, yeah, it, it sounds great, and it uh, you, you get the sense that like everyone that worked on this soundtrack were absolute professionals. There's well, here's the thing n- that, no lack again, of polish on any aspect continues to boggle my mind. The execution on a track like this for princess connect redive is so much better than most triple a games that you hear these days i mean there's so many soundtracks of recent years where there's great ideas great writing but the execution can be hit and miss there might be a piece that sounds great and then there might be a piece where it's like oh i wish they would have gotten the real performance on this one or oh i wish they would have spent you know more time finessing it where it's like i don't know who the engineers are and all the people involved in bringing a piece like this to life, but I wish they would work on (laughs) more notable games. Yeah. I also just think whatever the process is from composition to recording to final product, like it needs to be documented and studied because in the same way that, you know, it's like the the sort of remote control studios, Hans Zimmer's thing, like had such an impact in the West when it came to media music. Everyone tried to copy that process um, mm-hmm. it, it, as well as like the style, but the process of how the orchestra was recorded, the process of how the music was written and revised. I, I really think that what this handful of composers led i think by kohei tanaka has established for this game is is really something groundbreaking that i think uh deserves to be studied not just the composition not will just it, the though? engineering but <laughs> like yeah i mean honestly the planning like whoever is behind kind of the budget the like all of the logistic non-artistic aspects of this are so impressive to me as well because well they only got this is a massive one- project they only got one thing wrong. And what they got wrong was that this shouldn't be for Princess Connect Redive. It should be yeah. for a more important game. Okay, let's keep going. This um, 
I, well, I have two choices for you for track of the week, and I believe they're both they're both boss events from 2020. This is one of them. Let's keep it in mind. This is roughly translated to Anti Beast Day M, and it's composed by someone from Psy Games. Here we go. You guys are listening to Anti-Beast Day M, uh, silly translation. Um, I don't know who composed this. It could have been Higashi Oji. It could have been someone else entirely. Oh my god, just the level of nuance and the ability to switch between so many different ideas on a dime. I mean, every three seconds there's like so many new ideas happening. There's not like an ounce of repetition in this. Right. It, Oh, it's overwhelming to think about how you would begin working on this and the fact that they brought this to life so excellently. Just hats off. Yeah, it's also uh, such confidence with the writing, too. There doesn't feel like an ounce of insecurity or there's not a single bar of music that I question where I'd go like, that was an interesting color. That was an interesting choice. Also, uh, what a track like this, I think, really excels at is again that blend it's like compositionally notes on a page if you're going to do an orchestral reduction of the music it sounds sort of by the books it sounds like things we've heard ostinato driven dark intense action music but the way it's arranged it does that great balance of it it tips its cap to some of the modern aesthetic the kind of western aesthetic it tips its cap to the symphonic thing but it also has that sort of pops orchestra the way that the trumpets and the brass particularly are miked in the way that they're playing and the way that they're arranged yeah. like that kind of the, the fact that the trumpets are you know i feel like in a more traditional orchestral context that would be a string line doubled by woodwinds and the trumpets yeah. <laughs> would be used in a, t- a sort but it's like that that little moment makes it feel like okay we're still in like disco pop brass orchestra land and so it's like within one piece of music it can give you so many different uh emotional and musical connotations that it becomes something completely well here's the thing that is so wild about princess connect music is the mileage the amount of places that you travel to in two minutes it's insane. I mean, you've been all around the world like five times over by the, <laughs> the time the piece finishes. It's just, it goes so many places so fast at breakneck speed. 
and somehow it works and you accept all of it and it's just absolutely thrilling yeah i just let's listen to more i, I can't get <laughs> okay enough. so keep that in mind for possible contender all right let's move on to a piece of music that was composed by yasunori nishiki um this is called royal knights an imaginative piece this is royal knights composed by yasunori nishiki of octopath traveler fame uh this is a really unique piece of music it's a nice contrast for the score it's very bouncy and buoyant and fun there's a sense of humor that it has i actually love the repetition and i love the harmonies that change um kind of interesting yeah i'm a big fan of this me too i i love how modal it is i love the kind of dance like it sounds like a sort of a medieval sort of secular court dance or something yeah like it, it it's it really pleasing this, yeah it's really delightful it's very modal but i love all the parallel harmony uh i i love also the grandeur of it uh yeah that it starts off almost feeling sort of stately and a little bit restrained um but it, it reaches this great climax and it's a great example of a piece of music developing with very little source material this isn't a piece that has like a a definite uh, like tune or melody to it. It has a very uh-huh. simple little motif, and that singular motif carries it through the whole piece of music. Now it's not it's very different long. for the score. Like, <laughs> you the know, opposite of what you usually it, get. Right. It's not like the Bolero by Ravel or something where uh, what is that like fifteen minutes or something? It's like mm-hmm. incredibly stretched out over one uh, musical motif. But this does. It has that quality where it's kind of like yeah da 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 da. That's like the whole piece of music can be distilled to that in interpolations of that, recontextualizing the harmony by moving the bass note and changing the tonality, shifting the key. It's 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 all about these small musical ideas. What's interesting about it for me is because to me Yasunori Nishiki is a composer who is very much looking to the past and looking to the sort of 16-bit video game RPG tradition I think that's why mm-hmm. his music is so modal it's often really catchy and it's it's evoking some of those sounds but what's interesting about a piece like this is this probably wouldn't have been composed in this way on the Super Nintendo um, right so it's it's like stylistically it feels like it belongs in that universe but uh, in terms of how it's actually composed, 
it's slightly more it's almost like a lot of great classical music where you have an exposition and then a development section. Uh, yeah. And a majority of this piece of music is really development. It's kind of taking that initial motif and playing around with it. And I think it's really, really well done. Yeah. And it's just such a nice change of pace. I mean, it truly is like the opposite approach to most of the pieces on the score. And I'm really glad we could focus on it today. All right. Now this is my second choice for track of the week. I'm so excited for all of you guys to hear this. This uh, was released the summer of 2020. It looked to me like it was a baseball themed boss event. (laughs) And this piece is rock it's it's balls to the walls rock but what's really cool about it is how they combine the brass like almost almost like a quasi big band jazz ensemble that's added to this rock band here it's such a cool sound so much fun let's take a listen to a piece called nagisa no tyrant same kichi Can you get cooler than this? Nope, you cannot. This is Nagisa no Tyrant Sanekichi. I don't know who composed this. Oh my god, I love this. This is just, this is Princess Connect. It's it's phenomenal. It's crazy, bombastic. There's so many things going on. So many cool things that are combined. Wonderful composition, blistering performance. This is just as good as it gets. I get the feeling when listening to this that I do from listening to music by artists like Jacob Collier or even, you know, those like musicians that are so incredibly talented, but it feels like both music of the past and music of the future. Yeah. And it's kind of humorous just because it's so impressive. It's very humorous. uh, It's just, I, I almost struggle for words with the Princess Connect stuff because it's like, yeah. You could break down all of the influences and the elements of what makes it what it is, but there's just this this philosophy, this energy behind the writing that I feel so strongly that just yeah. really makes me happy. It, it's the spirit of optimism, and uh, it's something it that I so admire about a lot of Japanese artists, which is that they don't throw away the good stuff. It's like they'll... they'll like a soundtrack like this feels like it's moving the needle forward like it's discovering new techniques but it's building upon 
things that have been successful in the past in a really beautiful sort of holistic way where it's like you can kind of have everything. You can yeah. have a great, you know, orchestral composition that is is melodic but interesting harmonically and yet you yeah. can have the the rhythmic energy of a rock band in the really great drum performance and kind of soloistic playing of that and then the feeling and sound of a big band all in one yeah, without it feeling like overstuffed yeah, there's so much appealing about this for so many different people. I mean, people that like jazz, people that like rock, people that like catchy video game music. There's so much here that I think almost everyone would enjoy and value. It's right. just amazing. So, well, if you had to pick between that Tyrant track or that Anti-Beast Day M, which one has your heart? Oh, it's this Tyrant track for sure. Me too, man. Absolutely. Well, you guys just listen to this week's track of the week. And we're going to keep the energy going. Um, let's see what we got next on our playlist. Um, yeah, this is another Kenta Higashioji track, and it's not similar to that um, Protect the Throne track. It's not the sound that I think of when I think of Higashioji. Um, but yes, it's really well done. Let's take a listen to Foggy. <laughs> You guys are listening to Foggy by the amazing Kenta Higashioji. And while the composition is, I mean, it sounds silly saying this, a little more restrained, at least for his standards, and more kind of tragic, the overall production and arrangement is classic Higashioji. I mean, how he's combining everything that he is here is absolutely masterful. Yeah, I'm so in awe of the arranging. Again, I'm just really curious about the process. I would love to know how this music was created, what kind of dialogue, collaborative relationship all these composers have, what their relationship is with the the game developers. Well, yeah, what who, was the task for this? Like, what, well, like, also, what, like, what did Higashioji, what was he told? Like, oh, I need you to provide this. And then the other thing, though, what is led like, to this what is all the music being led through? Is there a single orchestrator that's orchestrating everything? Do they all have their own individual music teams and then it's all recorded together? There, I have so many questions about how yeah, logistically this was accomplished because it's it really um, it's so unlike other things. I mean, I, again, it's like there are certain um anime series or Japanese films or video games that have a really robust, big and interesting, uh, 
musical language that you know record orchestras but those soundtracks are not nearly as massive as yeah. what you'd get for a game well, this soundtrack keeps growing like it already was massive and it's not stopping anytime soon it, it just it truly boggles my mind i mean i'm happy it seems like these musicians don't want to stop making music in this world and i definitely don't want them to yeah, me too. I mean, I feel like there's so much to learn from this in terms of uh, how to compose in different styles and how to have novel arrangement approaches that don't lean into the cliche of the music. That's why I feel like this stuff is so satisfying because compositionally, it's sort of, in a lot of cases, going where you'd want it to go. Uh, someone might say yeah. cliche in some sense. like It's leaning into the feel-good elements of music, yet the arrangement is almost going contrast to that. And that's what makes it so like there, you can listen back to it again and again and find some new detail in something else to appreciate. Uh, it's, yeah. it's it's a really kind of brilliant ethos that I, it, it seems really intentional from my perspective. And it's something that uh, just honestly, as a composer, it it makes me think um uh, of kind of a, a different way of approaching music because that's I've never really thought explicitly about that. Well, it, this score makes me think of there's a lot of possibilities of like why this game has this incredible music. And one could be that what if the people, you know, not just Tanaka, but the other people that were involved, what if they just wanted an excuse for a portfolio builder? You know, like now Kenta Gashioji can put this on his reel and right. it sounds amazing. It's an incredible arrangement and, and recording. And if they have the money, I don't know who's giving them all these blank checks, but if they have the money for this, yeah, let's just go all out and make music that we're really excited to to kind of put on our reel. I mean, that could be a possibility. The other thing that I don't know is like, this might be like the biggest thing ever in Japan. And so it's like, maybe <laughs> this is the project to be on. I don't know what maybe. the... Again, I don't know what the money is like. I don't know how they're paid. I don't know what the contracts look like. I I'm so curious about this because it, to <laughs> me, from my perspective, it's like in in the U.S., mobile games are are very popular, but. I always see them as starting with like a small independent studio that creates a really simple kind of stupid idea that blows up and becomes kind of like a cult hit and then there's becomes not, a massive thing like Angry Birds or Tiny Wings. There's or almost never a big budget for music and there's yeah, never a lot of real like performance. The developer, the developer's like cousin or friend or something yeah and maybe eventually if they make you know like the angry birds holiday edition maybe i think you know there there have been mobile games where they've recorded stuff at abbey road with the london symphony orchestra like for big projects like that but it's never a massive three volume soundtrack no. that's ever expanding there's like a it doesn't make title screen jingle and one other piece of music so to me i just the whole thing is so baffling to me i don't understand why the budget is so big but I don't hey, I'll understand take it. why they keep writing new music. Let's uh, play another piece of music that was um, released in 2020 in this game. I'm not sure what event this was this past year, but this translates to Bonds Connect, Hearts Tie from Princess Connect Redive. <laughs> Thank you. 
Very pretty and pleasing arrangement here. This is Bonds Connect Hearts Tie. And this is a melody that uh, is familiar to me. I've heard this before, um, but it is a new arrangement here and a lot of new material, and it's delightful. It's the only piece of 2020 music on our playlist today that's not a boss theme. So it's kind of funny that how how contrasting this is to, you know, like the really energetic rocking ones. But I'm glad we had time for this today. Yeah, there's a certain brand of orchestral writing that I feel like only comes out of Japan and it has to do with that concept of like throwing nothing away and I don't mean like holding on to bad stuff but we, we do a thing in America where we're su- such short term memory and then if something if our tastes change we completely go sometimes too far in the opposite direction and discard everything of the past whatever the last trend is well it's a until lot more eventually it becomes it? more yeah it's so short-term and faddish and cool stuff can come out of that but what i love about like sort of the level-headedness of japanese musical culture is it's kind of like they they have access to anything at all times and they frequently (laughs) make use of that access for really interesting musical colors and to me it's it's a more elevated interesting kind of ear because it 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 creates this world where it's like all these different musical genres can coexist together and i think they absolutely should and can well and And then princess connect Yes, they're all, it's all on the table, but now you can bring them to life in any possible arrangement and sound you'd ever want, and you have the money to do that. It's just right. such a wild time. Yeah, I think this game, for whatever reason, uh, became very popular in Japan. Maybe it's the design of the characters. I mean, I'm sure the music has something to do with it. There, there's been a TV show spinoff yeah. uh, that I think there's... Some of the same musicians. F- the whole first season. So, involved. I mean, Princess Connect is kind of like a... It's it's almost like the Fortnite of Japan right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know. It's Maybe. Like, it's a really popular... Or not. <laughs> yeah, it's Or it's just basically like a silly... Like a silly uh, interactive composition reel for all of these composers. Maybe that's what it is. All right, let's play another boss battle from 2020. This is Great Tunnus. You guys are listening to Great Tunus from Princess Connect Redive. Uh, this was a some sort of monthly event this past year. I can't remember which month. Uh, now, if there's ever a Princess Connect boss theme that gets maybe too close to being 
too chaotic and too busy, this might be it. I mean, this is almost like ADHD personified in a piece of music, but I still really love it. There's actually moments of this that remind me of uh, Street Fighter 2, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, this is this is a wild track. Yeah, it's interesting. I think what they've done is they've expanded the orchestra as far as it can possibly go. You know, it's interesting. Like in school, um, in my orchestration class the other day, we were looking at different kinds of orchestral textures and going through the history of classical music. And it's like when you look at stuff by Mozart and Beethoven, you forget how small the orchestra really was that it's not a huge sound and then you get forward oh Brahms okay now it's starting to look bigger and then you get more contemporary than that and you get these huge huge bigger bigger orchestras but what's interesting with something like this is now we have a rock band as part of the orchestra now we have we talked about it, it's almost like pep band or you know a uh, big band jazz ensemble it's like anything and everything any instrument that's ever been use in any world <laughs> folk music it's all at our display and can yeah. be brought together into the orchestral setting and if you approach it with the kind of craft skill and authentic kind of earnest love and fondness for these different genre styles that these composers have it, it, it can really be something masterful. I, yeah. I, I see this Princess Connect music is like a really high benchmark and like a philosophical <laughs> one that I want to try to match as a composer to, to work this hard and to display this much polish and craft for something that's this unpretentious. Like it's very direct yeah. music. It's really easy to listen to. It's not super highbrow, but I admire and that. Sometimes so much. it's absolutely insane <laughs> as well. Um, okay, guys, I'm really excited to move on to this. It's a perfect palate cleanser from that great tennis theme. Uh, and this is actually composed by Kenta Higashioji. It's the last of his tracks of the day. And it's a very different sound for him. This reminds me a little bit of Yasunori Mitsuda music. Um, Mitsuda has this great quality where he can make a piece that's very atmospheric and even at times ethereal, but also having really strong melodies and really strong writing. Right. Just a really emotional sound that kind of reminds me of, of that composer. But yeah, it's a really cool piece. It's called Crawling Ice Crystals. You guys are listening to Crawling Ice Crystals, that's at least how Google Translate handles this one, composed by Higashi Oji, and it's very beautiful, mysterious, atmospheric, 
Wonderful writing. Um, it's a very imaginative production. I mean, there's so much going on here in the stereo landscape. Um, I'm a big fan of it. All the choices here are very tasteful, um, but it's not cliche. I mean, we've heard a lot of tracks that have a similar vibe to this, um, but there's, you know, similar to a lot of Princess Connect music, this kind of goes above and beyond that. Yeah, I agree. It's really sensitive and, and beautiful. I definitely hear the sort of uh, Yasunori Mitsuda, some of those same properties yeah. that we find with his music. I can totally get why you would... Very chrono say yeah definitely which is different from a lot of the music that Higashi Oji has contributed to this massive soundtrack which a lot of times his stuff is that um, insane it, it almost seems yeah he's brought in for the really high technical like you know the Bradley Cooper limitless pill or whatever he takes that yeah exactly his mind it almost That's seems like Higashi he takes that magic drug and it allows him to create this insanely perfect metaphor and amazing music but this oh, is man. it's interesting to hear him kind of uh I, I, that's something i'm so fascinated with someone who is incredibly technically proficient and can write the most complex and busy music you've ever heard but then to hear them do something small scale and subtle because you know that every single choice is intentional <laughs> every little yeah. thing is like you know it, it, it nothing is just sort of haphazard in this and it's simple uh, I would say as a piece of music, especially comparatively, but there are these little touches, these little nuances that are, you know, go again, go above what you'd expect. Okay, let's move on to, I believe, another boss theme from this past year. This is, uh, we played a track called Anti-Beast Day M. This one just translates to Anti-Beast. Okay, here we go. <laughs> This is amazing. You guys are listening to Anti-Beast. Again, from Princess Connect Redive. Um, yeah, it's almost like they've established this tradition now with their boss music where it has to be hopped up on some sort of stimulant or something. I mean, this music is just out of control. Even the rhythms are just so blistering. It's, it's so much busier than any other RPG boss music I can think of. It's, it's so good, though. Yeah, it's really amazing. I mean, the the rhythms are such a big part. I mean, that's just wild. It's it's really exciting and interesting action music that again it has that sort of pop language because of the rhythms. It's that amazing fusion sound. Will, how is Princess Connect music able to be so busy? 
like typically I wouldn't like a piece that was this busy. Why why do you think it is that we time and time again really are drawn to these tracks even if they're busier than we would ever expect them to be? Well, I think it's because it, it's like a great recipe. Um, You know, if you're making a a spicy dish, sometimes you'll sort of circumvent that spice by adding maybe some citrus, something sour. So you'll put lemon or lime juice in a spicy chili recipe. I I get the sense that there's that kind of balance in something like this because there are the moments, for instance, like towards the beginning of this track where, you know, we start off with a lot of busyness in the orchestra and a lot of different terraces of uh, melodic ideas. There's sort of like three three or four things happening at once um, right. spread out throughout the instruments, of the orchestra. But then we get that great moment of orchestral unison da, 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 in three or four octaves, everyone together playing the same rhythm. And I think having that moment of big, small, big, small, everyone together, everyone separate. It, it helps your yeah. ear to kind of wander. It is and actually, now you're listening to the flutes and now you're listening it's, to the it's percussion. Busy, and, but I think one of the things that you might be getting at is that it's organized really well. It's an airtight arrangement and organization right. <laughs> this piece has it's it, that's what i think it's so difficult because it's not difficult to make something complex if that's your only parameter because i mean theoretically yeah. if, you, if you weren't concerned with it being coherent you could just write tons of stuff and it would just sound like a wash of noise but that's not that wouldn't interest us i think what interests us is having the constraint of you need to communicate a musical idea there needs to be something that you can follow some sort of form some sort of structure melody harmony something that uh grounds the piece of music and and keeps it the kind of like I think the you're blood right. pumping, the heart beating. I and think so that's one that of is, yeah, the secret it, sauces <laughs> they have here. Right. It's kind of like the difference between watching an amazing stunt performer versus like, uh, you know, watching something generated with CGI. It's like the second one, I mean, I guess it's impressive computer animation, but it, it's, it's completely... It's not impressive for the same sort of human feats where it's like right. y- creating something busy just for busyness's sake is not inherently impressive. But it's the fact that you can do something like that and not kill the piece of music. The heart is still Make beating. it somehow cohesive yeah. still. Yeah. All right. Now, we've, we had a track called Fluffy Dining Table. Uh, this track is translated to Fluffy Halloween Night. Well, let's just have an image in our head of what we think that might be. This one is composed by Kazuto Yoshida. Let's take a listen. Thank you. 
You guys are listening to Fluffy Halloween Night. <laughs> Silly translation there. Just Google Translate for this today. Just like our previous Princess Connect episodes. This is composed by Kazuto Yoshida, and it's absolutely Halloween-y. It's kind of stereotypical Halloween music, but that's okay, because just like everything on the score, it goes above and beyond that, and they really execute this flawlessly. <laughs> Boy, do they ever... There's, there's a quality of this that reminds me of kind of Latin American music, like the music of Arturo Marquez or uh, Astor Piazzolla, or two very melodic composers. But when I hear that sort of yearning, romantic, minor key harmony, that, that sort of is like almost getting to the realm of jazz, but it's like in between jazz and classical. It, it really and like makes some me folkiness. think of a lot of those composers. Yeah, yeah, it's just beautiful. But again, it's like this piece of music doesn't just stay in one territory musically. It no, opens no, up no. into this... Um, it, it gets kind of... Yeah, a lot of the Halloween cliches with some of the mallet percussion, the doubling of uh woodwind colors here this kind of reminds me of the cappy or bonneton kingdom in mario odyssey oh yeah going for some of that hearing the xylophone and everything and the celeste it's it's really evoking those sort of cutesy spooky cliches but yeah it, it has so much to it there's lots of different emotions conveyed in this piece of music and but again, so much personality and so much color, and it, it's never too erudite. I don't feel like it's <laughs> it's taking itself seriously in a self-serving way. It's it's right. just um, for the benefit of the listener, and I admire that so much. Well, this is the last uh, boss theme, if I'm not mistaken, of the day. We're wrapping up here today. This is Black Wind Spirit. And this is a very different sound for Princess Connect Redive. It actually, to me, is more reminiscent of the style of Hayato Asano, um, combining really fast piano arpeggios, even like electronic drum sounds um, with some other textures as well. It's really exciting, though. I'm a big fan. Let's take a listen to Black Wind Spirit. good right you guys are listening to black wind spirit it's just so exciting uh this is a 2020 piece of music from princess connect redive for some reason they keep making amazing music it's kind of a different sound and style but it's also kind of not i mean it's a fusion of a lot of different things which that happens (laughs) these composers do that a lot in this game and so it does actually fit right at home it's a very shimmering kind of luminescent piece but big fan of this 
Man, this one really dazzled me. I love the production yeah, again. I love how tight and dry and close everything is. It has a very synthetic quality at the beginning, but it's yeah, exactly. really polished. This is now we're ex expanding the world of like pop electronic hybrid production yeah, into the orchestra. Yeah, it's insane. There's no stopping these musicians and composers. I mean, they will go anywhere for this silly game. Uh, and I guess you could consider it just like a interactive reel for all of for all their careers, and, and that's fine. I mean, whatever brings a piece of music like this into the world is nothing but a good thing, and it's a thing that I just want more of. <laughs> it, it does baffle me a little bit. It's like, how can something like this exist, be out in the world and be popular, and be so unknown to those of us living over here in the West. I mean, it's like, I, I, I want more people to know about this. I want more composers this game, to I, hear I this I mentioned music. it. It is available now in North America. I mean, I don't think a lot of our listeners would necessarily enjoy this game from what I've seen of it, but if you, if you want to hear the music in-game, you can play it now, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it just truly boggles the mind why a piece like this and so many others needed to be for Princess Connect Redive, I guess at the end of the day, I'm excited to get even more information um, on all these composers and see what they do next. I, I completely agree. Well, we have one more track before our play out today. Yes. Yeah, and this is another great composer that I'm excited to check out more. This is Yuki Shirai, and I don't remember seeing that name in our previous episodes. I'll have to go back and check. But in any case, this is a piece called Kalkinos. Here we go. You guys are listening to Kalkinos. Uh, this is the last one of the day here before we have our play out. This is composed by Yuki Shirai. It's kind of a nice, bouncy, Gaelic piece of music to end our day, uh, our exploration into some deeper cuts of Princess Connect Redives, some modern bangers of uh, the past year. I don't know why they keep making music for this game, but hey, I'll take it. Will, what are your thoughts on today's music? Well, I think it's just incredibly inspiring. I mean, the 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 level of craftspersonship—I almost said craftsmanship—but like just <laughs> the the craft uh, from all of these composers, the polish and execution, so inspiring. Of the perf the the playing, the engineering, the production, the the just conceiving these kinds of ensembles and reconciling the different disparate musical genres that all come together here and it's just done in such a confident effortless way i also like it's this vgm super group i mean there's like some new names that are less known and some mm -hmm. names that uh those of us that love vgm 
are familiar with and really admire. And yeah. I think that's that's also something really cool. To me, it's so inspiring of what's possible that, you know, really sometimes it's it's easy to feel like we've done everything, we've said everything in music. <laughs> and when you hear something like this that's just bursting with life and confidence, it doesn't feel like there's any limitations. It feels like the sky's the limit and we've just started to scratch the surface of well, what's and possible with music. If there's anyone who is kind of confused why we've now done three episodes, why we've dedicated so much to the score, I think for us, this score is so important. It really reinvigorates us. I mean, we have such a great time talking about the music of this game and I think it inspires us as musicians it also inspires us just as fans of VGM right uh, what we're playing out with guys is a piece by Kohei Tanaka and it's a really sweet and innocent arrangement of uh, one of his themes that we've heard before uh, that he contributed to Princess Connect you know it's funny we played in with a piece called Innocent uh, this playout is called Blissful Time <laughs> is the translation there but yes enjoy this sweet melody Will, is there anything else you want to leave us with today? Any other thoughts or plugs or anything? Just that I hope everybody is safe and healthy. And yeah, I hope you're all doing well and enjoyed this episode. We got a lot of good comments from our bad music episode. I know everybody enjoys (laughs) listening to those. That was a fun one. Yeah, we we definitely have a blast. I I, I tried to show some of the music to Emma, uh, and she was definitely less patient with it, particularly some (laughs) of the like just painfully awful stuff she was just like oh turn that off why would you want to listen to that very cool well guys uh look forward next week we have another um favorites with friends episode uh those are always a good time to get more personal about someone's experience with vgm so look forward to that we have also some patreon suggested topics coming up soon a lot of cool stuff i think that's about it enjoy blissful time thanks for sticking with us on this princess connect volume three i know we've been focusing on this game a lot but oh boy do we think it deserves it uh all right my name is carl brueggemann and i'm will brueggemann have a great week everybody peace out